All right, everybody, welcome to the show. My name is Andy. And I am Skinny Matt. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy, Skinny Matt. How's ahoy, how's ahoy. how's uh how's the great northern life treating you up there? Wonderfully well, actually. We're just getting ready to set up for our non summer season. Um Oh yeah. Yeah, it's uh another... I don't think everybody knows exactly what you do or if you're ready to tell them. Well, I I work in a let's say this, I work in a very small town that provides summer tourism where for the cruise ships that come up for you know traveling and with the basically the ban on cruise ships that have been happening because of covid um we have not seen a cruise ship since 2019 that's right because you only do summer right it, like the season was just about to get started when covid hit right it was we were we were like in the middle of interviewing people and so basically this town goes from about 800 Eight hundred or so people in the in the winter time in the winter months from say October to uh, about May April or May uh, we sit about eight hundred people and then come May we boost up to about two thousand people that live in this town with summer employees wow. so yeah we were right in the middle of like we had our list of prospects that were getting ready to come out they were super excited and then all of a sudden the vid hit and. The world shut the Everything fuck down. Everything shut down, yeah. It, it went from, oh, maybe we'll have a cruise ship in July that shows up because everybody's going to, like, it'll be okay by then. And then it was like, nope. Yeah, two weeks. Then we'll just ride this out. Yeah, absolutely. Keep everybody on the hook. So let's dig into this. A lot of our episodes have stemmed from conversations we've had. Uh, I think most, all of them so far have all stemmed them, from conversations yeah. we've had. Absolutely. Except maybe Paul is dead. I don't think we ever talked about that. Uh, we, we've dabbled in it. It's, it's definitely a conversation that we've had, but we never dove deep into any of it. Right. So th- this episode is going to be a versus episode. It's going to be Skinny Matt versus Andy. Mm-hmm. Now, this happened a few times. Matt would conceive of an idea, like a plan to start a business, a plan to, to do this, do that. And then I thought it was terrible, so I proposed another plan, which I thought was better, and we would argue the holes in each other's plans. Yes. And we had lots of wonderful, fun, passionate conversations about this stuff. It's one of the reasons we started this whole thing, is because those conversations were so fun. This stems from a conversation we had, and first I want to lay down the criteria of this conversation. We, For some reason, we got on the topic of if you were transporting a large amount of drugs, not like a truckload, but like a duffel bag. Right. Like, like we're fi- not, and we're, we're not the cartel, <clears throat> you know? Right. But, but we're transporting a large enough amount to, uh, to sell, you know, and it's yes. not for, it's clearly not for personal use, but it's not like, you know, it's not like a thousand pounds. Right. So we settled on five pounds of meth. Because it's a nastier drug with a higher, uh, as far as I know, I haven't done the research on this, but a higher punishment than if you get busted with, say, weed. Yes. Or maybe even Coke. Yeah. It might be even more severe than Coke. But we'll get into that later. Methamphetamine's the drug that white people get hit the hardest on, and then Uh black people get hit hardest on everything else. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) If you're white and you get caught with weed, they're like, oh, stop it. You know, but if you're black, like you're going to jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. But meth is like the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're gone, son. (laughs) But anyway, 
the premise is that you were transporting five pounds of meth. Yep. And what you what precaution you would take if you got pulled over by the police. Now, if you're getting pulled over by the police, it's not because the police have previous knowledge. You just get randomly pulled over. And right. I and, tail lights and, out or you you ran a stop sign or something or yeah. or just the cop was just suspicious and he made something up or whatever. They do that too. Yep. Absolutely. So the cop is pull the cop pulls you over. Like, what do you do to ensure that that cop doesn't find that meth? Yep. All right. Now, I know because we've spoke about this a little bit that you have devised a different plan than the plan that you had put into action when we I, spoke. I, I have. So the the original so idea. So hold on. That, Let's go. Let's. Okay. This, is the, this is the original idea that you told me that I thought, well, just go ahead and say it. I was going to say, so this was probably uh, 10 years ago, at least 10 years ago. Um, and the original idea that I had was that if I were, I would have a, a, a somebody trailing me in another car, like they'd be, or you'd a have a follow car, back. buddy, yep, a follow car. Uh, and they would follow, you know, a couple miles back. And if I were to get pulled over, their job was to somehow distract or mess with the cop in a manner that would pull them away from me being pulled over and chase them. So they would like, All right. So, and you say come you up have, behind the so car you, and hit the cop and then take off running or, you know, hit like, the actual cop. Maybe not the cop, but like the cop car. <laughs> like if they, they called, they pulled up and like the, the cops sitting in there running my license and he hits the driver. So hits the door. Cause the door's open. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so then the cop would go after the guy who hit the car. Right. The cop's like, fuck you, man. And go after the guy and leave me right. where I'm at, you know? Okay. So why did you abandon this idea? Uh, well, I abandoned it because I, uh, found out that two acquaintances of mine, uh, tried to do this method. I don't know. No, I don't know the <laughs> the exact details of what went down. I don't know what. But you do know where they ended up, right? I do know where they they ended up in jail. Is where they ended up. <laughs> so uh, I realized that that was. I not, would love to know what happened. I would love to know too, but uh, unfortunately, they're in jail, so we can't we can't talk to them about it. Now, when you told me that plan, I told you that that was one of the dumbest plans I've ever heard. Because there's so much that can go wrong, so much. Right. You can hit. You can hit the cop, and or you can hit the actual police officer, and whoever did that will go to jail as well. Right. Like they'll go to jail yep. even if they let the other guy go. Yep. Uh, he could realize there's some kind of plan in place and not let the the original car go. Yep. Uh, which sounds like that's what might have happened. Now, in in. Now, my original theory might not. I, I. That's the way they did it. Then that you're right. That is a dumb way to do it. And thinking on it, I, <laughs> I can see that the, in retrospect. But I don't think another way that could have happened that wouldn't have been as bad as if they'd have caused an accident in front of the cop. Like if so, the cop it, had to attend to that. And, exactly. And like if you know, let the, this person go. Yep. Like they they ran a red light and hit another car, or they hit a bus mm -hmm. stop in front of the vehicle. You know what I mean? Just something. Yeah. Again, what could go wrong if you're just ramming cars into shit? <laughs> you're right. All right. What could possibly go wrong? It's not the. It's not. It wasn't the brightest plan at the moment, but it was what I had to work with. You know. <laughs> So you defended that plan tooth and nail. I came up with another plan, which I thought was better, 
So what we're going to do tonight is you have changed your plan, and that's fine. I have. But what we're going to do is we're going to compare plans, and then we're going to bring on a former police officer, and he's going to tell us whose plan is better. So this is a versus match, right? Yep. There's going to be a lot of these. Yes. Right? Where you have a plan, and I think I have a better one. Yep. And we have to defend our plans. To the death. Right? And we bring on a third party with experience in the field to settle this our argument. An independent, yeah, like an independent third party to say, nope, you're yeah. you're an idiot or you're smart either way. Or you're both And idiots. we will, <laughs> yes, and we will uh, then like keep score on who's winning. I'll, who's, I'll put a section on our website or something. Sweet. So let's start with your plan. You were the one who made this plan in the first place, this, this bold idea in the first place, even though it's changed now and everything, but you have a new plan. So I first do. let's set up the exact criteria. Okay. okay? Just so our, our third party will know what we're dealing with. Yep. And and all the listeners will too. Correct. So the, the criteria is you are transporting a duffel bag full of meth. Yep. About about around five pounds. Okay. Uh and you need to get it in one trip from Summerlin to Boulder City. Okay. Uh, here in Southern Nevada. You can look that up if you want to see that map. It's basically across the whole town. Yeah. You, you know, you go all through Vegas, all through Henderson, up to Boulder City. It's basically one corner of Southern Nevada to the other. Yep. You know, it, as far as Vegas goes, as far as the greater Las Vegas area. Yeah. Any any farther as, north, you're in the desert. Any farther south, you're in Arizona. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's basically the two corners, two furthest corners of the town. So it's a long trip. It's probably about like without traffic or anything. It's probably about an hour, hour ten. Yeah, yeah. I would say if you just drove straight through. Yep. Uh, you're doing it at night. You know there is no traffic. You don't have to worry about like getting stuck in traffic or anything. Yep. And you, you have to devise a plan in case you get pulled over. The scenario is that you do get pulled over. Yes. And at some what point, do you do from there to there? You get pulled over. Yeah. What do you do? What then follows? All right. So, Skinny Matt, take it away. Okay. So, my plan would be this. I'm very, I'm very handsy. You know that. I know how to, I know how to like mm-hmm. create things. I've got, I've got pretty decent technical skills of some things. Like I know how to okay. create things. Um, and there is a remote controlled car that can be controlled by Bluetooth. That's programmable <laughs> by Pi, like the Pi like- computers. Remote control car, like a full size car? No, like a like a miniature, like a car. toy car, like a toy car. Okay, yep. um, I actually found one. It's a, there was. It's called Sun Founder Pi Car. Um, okay, and it's it's a build your own kit. It comes with everything you need to like you know. It comes with a camera that has a nice wide view on it. Uh, okay, it also has other things that you can plug into it because it's a Raspberry Pi. It's very open source. Right. <clears throat> Yeah, it's like a miniature computer. Yep. A Raspberry Pi. Yep. So I would take that computer and that that car kit and I would create a uh square-ish cover for the top. Okay. <clears throat> so it okay. was all kind of all enclosed. So it just looked like a, a piece of plastic basically, like a like a larger piece of plastic. Um, okay. And I would devise a way to connect that to the underside of the front of my car. Okay. Right? And I would paint it in, they got this, have you ever seen this stuff? It's called Vanta Black. It's like the- Yeah, it's the like black, the blackest yeah, the of blackest black. blackest of yeah, black it, paints. 
absorbs the most light out of any paint. Yep. Like, so ever. it's like just a black ass black. It's expensive. It like is, a, but they also like, they also have another version. It's black 3.0, which is a little cheaper. It's not as good, but not as good, but it's it's close enough that I'd yeah. be acceptable with it. You know. So so just just to catch me up here. Yep. You're basically taking a remote control car and making it look like a a plastic box. Is but, that the shape? Kind of. A, how kind big of, are we? How big are we thinking here? So uh, you know if if. You know, about I don't ask me how I know this, but five pounds of meth fits in a pretty much a, a five gallon bag or like a gallon size Ziploc bag. So you're thinking, you know, yes, yeah. it seems like it might be a little, t- but I don't know it's the weight little, of meth. It's a, it's a little more. It's you know, and I you know, if I'm transporting something like this, and I I can tell them like throw it in a vac seal bag, tighten it up, pull all the air out, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can condense it down to a pretty decent sized brick. You know. Okay. And I would have that inside of this container, and the the container I'd want it to look kind of like a like a almost like a license plate cover, you know, or like a license plate holder. You know, you, I'm sure you've seen them on the side of the road. You know, somebody gets uh, in a car accident, like the frame of a license plate, like yeah, like the black, like the thing you put the license plate on. So it's like the black piece of plastic. So it's it's kind of okay. square. It's like kind of roundish. You know what I mean? It's like it just looks it. You know, I'm already pretty confused on this plan. How do you mean? I just, well finish it and we'll and I'll go back and ask questions. All right. So I would I would conceive a, a manner so that it would clip underneath the front end of my car, right? Okay. And I, I'd make sure to have a car that was low enough. Like right now, I'm I'm driving a 2013 uh, Honda or no uh, Chevy Sonic. Right. So it's okay. kind of lower to the ground. Okay. And then I would have it clipped to the front because you can, uh, you know, I would have it so that it, you know, the top of the box had like a little hook clip in it. And when you press a button inside the car, it would let go and the, the car would fall. And then I, I would be traveling with the passenger. Okay. Right. So it'd be me and someone else. <clears throat> and the passenger's job would be. That the second we get pulled over, we would hit the button, the car would fall, and he <laughs> the would- The car filled with the drugs, right? Filled with the drugs, yep. So the drugs would be inside the capsule of the vehicle, right? Inside the capsule okay. of the remote control car. Yeah. <clears throat> and it would be Vanta, Vanta black, so it's just completely blacked out. It okay. would fall down in front of the car, and the passenger would then take and drive it ahead of wherever we were parked. So it would like just zoom it out away as far away from us as he can get it, right? Would you have some sort Before of tracking the, device on this, or it, it does? So it would, it would be Bluetooth connected, right? And you'd be right. able to access it through the camera. So you you know through your through your phone, so you can see where it's at, kind of through the camera, where it's going. Yep, and you can direct it to see where it's going to go, because you know yeah. a cop pulls you over, you got a couple minutes before they actually walk up to your car, right? Uh huh. So if you if you the second you get pulled over, blue lights in the back, boom, do the fucking fear and loathing in Las <laughs> Vegas, right turn signal, take a minute to pull over, pull over. The second you pull over, you drop the car, shoot that fucking robot out in front of you as far as you can get it. Okay. See if you can hide it behind a corner or around a bush or wherever. Like if you're driving on surface in the streets woods. in the well, there's no woods in Vegas, but <laughs> the maybe in somebody's yard. You know what I mean? Or in the desert, <laughs> wherever. Just just fucking stick that thing out there. 
do what you got to like the then you know close the app on the phone and then just sit there and deal with the cop whatever they're gonna do and then once the cop goes drive up pick the car up stick it back under the hood and go about your merry way deliver the meth to the to wherever you got to go <laughs> okay that's that's my thing Okay. And my my thought process is that if it's if it's in like that Vanta black and you kind of make it look like a like a random piece of car plastic, mm-hmm. if it's on the side of the road, that's not something anybody's going to really take a, a second look at. You know, at least for the amount of time that's going to take you to deal with the cop. And if the cop okay. is suspicious and they're pulling you over, they can search the car all they want. They're not going to find nothing because there's nothing there to find, right? Right. And you can even go yeah. as far as to say that you could have a follow car that if you could get that car far enough away from you and the cop that the follow car could come pull and over pick and pick up the box and, yeah, and stick okay. it back on their car and then they could continue the road trip until they got pulled over and then you know you tag team it all the way to wherever you're going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 my plan. That's my thing. Okay. Okay, that is a that's a skinny map plan if I ever heard one. <laughs> that is definitely a skinny map plan. So I think I think I've got it. I think I've got it. What your plan is? If you have any I questions, just, if, if I you want to ask yeah, me some if I have questions, any questions yeah. for you. So I, I just I, I'm still misunderstood about if this box is how big this thing will be. If it's going to be under your car, there's not a lot of clearance unless you're like driving a truck or something. There's not a whole lot of clearance but there, under I a mean, car. There's for there, like a. Basically, it's a it's like a remote control wagon kind of right. It doesn't. It's not going to look like a car, right? Right. No, it'll it'll probably be. It's it's like it's like a container, basically a moving container. Picture a piece of paper, eleven like a, a regular sheet of like of paper, okay, squared up, and probably four or five inches deep. So it's going to you know look kind of like a little box. Okay. And on the outer edges, you know, like one side will be be rounded, one side will be flat. So it just kind of looks like a random piece of plastic. Okay. You know. Would you actually disguise it as a piece of plastic or would you just paint it black and make it look I would, as I would, dark as you could? I would try to make it look like a random piece of plastic. Like that would be the goal. Is to like if you were okay. if you're driving down the highway and you're like, "Oh shit, somebody fucking clip the bottom of their bumper over there because it know, wouldn't see- look like something anybody would want to pick up right, right. you want to make it make yep. it look like garbage garbage just plastic like road crap. debris yep so that way if if somebody does drive by and does like oh like i don't want it to make it look like it's metal or i don't want it to make it look like it's you know a license plate or just something that somebody's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna see what's in that toolbox you know what i mean i want it to look like mm-hmm. just a random piece of broken plastic basically okay so that way anybody that does drive by it is going to just be like oh that's a fucking piece of trash i don't want that plastic piece of shit you know maybe have a fucking trash bag stuck on the outside you know what i mean like just kind of disguise it a little bit you know like don't make it look interesting whatsoever you know just i understand i understand that that sounds like a fun thing to do that sounds like a sounds there's a lot of moving parts on that but it sounds like a fun plan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there is, there is like the, you know, the, the Bluetooth could go out or, you know, it might not get far enough away or, but I well, think I that's also imagine the you best tested option it before, you know, you, te- yeah. you, you'd have yeah, tested absolutely. this beforehand. Yep. All right. So I get your plan. I understand it. Uh, I have two plans, but one is really boring. Oh. So I, 
So I have okay. a second one. Uh, Great at backup. First, my first plan is that if I myself am transporting these drugs, then I would just rent a like luxury car for a night, spend like two or three hundred dollars, okay. rent like a Jaguar or oh. maybe something a little lower than that, an Audi, you know, something not crazy, okay. but right below high end, like upper middle not like class. a Bugatti or whatever. No, 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 nothing not crazy those, like that. No not sports one of those cars or on the strip that you can drive. BMW, you know, some a black sedan, you know, with tinted windows, you know, just okay. some look, some look like a like a, a well off person would drive, and then I would just put it in the trunk right. and drive it to fucking Boulder City. <laughs> That's it. I just put it in the trunk right. because right. if if a cop is pulling me over, I think I I think I'll have the wherewithal to just act like it's a normal ticket. You know, I'll act all bougie. You know. Because I'm in this car, yep. I'll put on a character. I've I've acted before. Okay. You know? Yeah. I don't think I would tip him off that I'm transporting a large I don't think the car would tip anyone off. And I think I could get from one place to another without any incident at all. And if I did okay. get pulled over, I would just talk my way out of it. So that but that's too boring, right? Right. But that's probably the more the most practical and easiest way to do it. Not ninety nine percent of people that transfer drugs would probably do it that way. Because involving other people, if you if you involve anyone else, you're already taking a risk. You know, you don't know, like, it, no matter how much you trust this person, you don't know if they're going to roll on you if they, if you bring them in on your plan, you know, or if the cops get wise to shit. Right. My other plan, this is my original plan when I talk to you, and I still stand by this. Okay. You have a follow car, like like you said. My follow car, though. When he sees my person get pulled over, you know, the drug car get pulled over. Yep. He does not hit the cop. He pulls around the corner. He has a burner cell phone that he's never used. He opens it up. He dials 911 and he says, there's been a shooting at blah, blah, blah. And say somewhere right by you. There's been a shooting okay. at, say you get pulled over like by uh, the new stadium. You know, yep. you drive to a gas station by the new stadium. There's been a shooting at this gas station. I don't want to get involved. Please send help. Please send help. They're bleeding and hang up. Mm. All right. Because as far as the traffic stop goes, that is not an emergency to that cop. That is a routine traffic stop. That's all he knows. And if there is right. something he's bigger just... and more dangerous happening right in the vicinity of where he's at, he's going to be the first to respond to that call. Or he should be. You know, there should be right. multiple police in the area responding to that call. Right. Uh, I would even maybe, I don't think I would do this, but because I wouldn't want witnesses around the scene to see it. But I, I was thinking about maybe having some like M80s, you know, on hand, lighting the fireworks off and tossing them out, letting a few bangs go off. So that may, maybe yep. other people will call, you know, so it'll okay. look more legit. But then you run okay. the risk of someone seeing you throw m80s out of your car right and then they they say that and then they they start connecting dots yeah but i i guess by the time they connected the dots you'd be long gone out of the traffic stop you know what i mean probably like it, but that, it would take a little that, bit for them to find that out that cop is going to have a dash cam of you being pulled over of my drug car being pulled over it's like it, they'll be able to uh, it, ask questions. They, they might ask questions. They might I'm ask trying questions. to think of every scenario but to, by, to avoid by the, it. I, th I feel that by the time that they ask those questions, those drugs would already be long gone out of that car. 
Does that make sense? Sure. Like, sure. it's not going to be 10 minutes. Like, he's not going to... He's not going to pull away from you to go answer the No, the, by, the, by the, the time they figure out it's you know a bogus I mean? call, by the time they figure out it's a bogus call, then those drugs will be in Boulder City. They're right. gone. Yeah. They're, it's they're at their little drop-off. They're yep. gone. Uh, but you still don't want to, like, raise attention at all, you know, if you can avoid it. Right. And I think that just the call alone would would pry that cop away from that situation without the added fireworks, <laughs> literal fireworks, literal fireworks. <laughs> See, what's funny is when you said that, I thought, I don't think fireworks, fireworks would work. I think you'd have to actually shoot a gun off in the air to draw a cop away. Like if, if you were that, cause if, if somebody was following you, they were that close and you're like throwing fireworks to draw the cop. You want the, you I want think the a cop, cop to hear it. Yeah. A cop would know that those are fireworks. Like you, you, you can somewhat but, tell the difference, especially if you fire a weapon constantly. You know the difference between a firework and a firearm. Yeah, but, but then if you're shooting a, shooting a gun out the window, then that's that's going to draw even more negative attention because you got to think that you don't know where you're going to be when this happens. Right. You know, you could be in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah, true. You know, if you just pull around the corner and make a phone call and you ditch the phone. Yeah. Because they can trace those phones. Like, you know, as soon as you made that call, that phone goes out the window. Yeah. I'd hand it, it up, to a bum or something. Yeah. You know? I would you know, I I the best thing you can do is give it to someone. You know, or leave it somewhere where somebody can just grab it. Yeah, like set it at a bus station, like a bus stop or right. whatever. Right. Like, oh mm-hmm. shit, phone. Yeah. Just set set that little flip phone at a bus stop <laughs> and then it's driving all around town and the cops are chasing it all around <laughs> while you're while you're like doing your business. Throw it in a truck bed of a car going the other way. It's like boop. <laughs> Yeah, like a like a hay, like a, with a whole bunch of hay in the back. Like, <laughs> the cops are in Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> we got you, bitch. We got you, motherfucker. <laughs> Pull over. Right. So, so that is my plan. All right, my plan is to make a fake phone call to lure the cops away. Now, the reason I thought of this is because I had friends that did it, and it totally worked. So, uh, they were. I, I met them after a show one time after one of our Darby gigs, like late at night, it was like three in the morning. Okay. They want to go out drinking more. So they want to go to, I think it was on the strip somewhere like the, the Barbary coast, you know, or some like some like some... crappy casino bar, at the Barbary coast. So they're on the strip and it's two cars. My, one of my buddies is behind and the other one's in front. The buddy behind gets pulled over and okay. they see him getting pulled over and they've been drinking all night. Right. Right. They should not have been driving. So the front car makes it to the Barbary Coast. Yep. But the follow car gets pulled over and they got him out of the car and they had him doing the uh, fingers on the nose and walking in a straight line. And then all of a sudden the cop like goes like this and listens to his like radio in his ear and then he goes, you can go. And the cop takes off. Oh, shit. You know, and my buddy, my, my buddy go, oh, crap. So he gets in and he. He goes to the Barbary Coast and he goes, oh man. And he goes, hey, <laughs> my other buddy comes up to him and goes, hey, did the cops take off? Did they leave you alone? And he goes, yeah, how did you know? He goes, we called in a shooting. <laughs> we called in a shooting on the payphone. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it worked like a charm. Like it was the opposite of what your original plan was. <laughs> the opposite. It worked better than better than they expected. Oh my god. <laughs> 
So that that is my that is my exciting plan to get away from the police. All right. So, but I do like the remote control wagon. That's a that's a that's a fun one too. It'd be a good one. All right. So what we're gonna do is we are gonna take a break, and when we come back, we are going to have a former police officer join me. He's gonna be actually here in the studio, here in my studio. Oh, sweet. So we're gonna have him join us. We're gonna give him this bit to listen to, so he'll know exactly what our plans are. Yep. And then he'll determine that I am the winner of this this plan. <laughs> That I I have the guaranteed way out of getting pulled over with we'll methamphetamine see. in my truck. Your 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 plan sounds like something like the Stranger Things crew would think of, <laughs> like an old eighties Spielberg movie. <laughs> I, I was the thinking more control drops out of the bottom. Me <laughs> me. I was thinking more Ocean's Eleven, but no, oh, whatever. It'll work. I'm okay with it. It's it'll work. All right, folks, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back. Hey folks, Skinny Matt here. We just wanted to take a moment to let you, our listeners, know what one of our missions is with Skinny Matt's tinfoil hat. Right, Andy? That's right, Matt. Our goal is to be 100% listener supported. We want to do this for a few reasons. First of all, we want total and complete creative control. We don't want anything to come between the truths that we uncover and our loyal listeners. We also think it's a great way to deliver some pretty cool stuff. We'll be posting all the interviews we do in their entirety, doing live Q&As on YouTube, and even sending you merchandise in the mail. You'll even get a personal thank you message from yours truly. But the best part is all of our Patreons will get early access to new episodes days before the general public. We also just want to give our listeners a way to support our podcast that we work really, really hard to bring you on a regular basis. The more support we get, the more content we'll be able to deliver to you. Don't let us down, soldiers. Become one of our Patreons today so you can show us some love and get access to some of the cool stuff that we have planned. Just go to www.patreon.com slash skinny mats tinfoil hat or find the link on our podcast webpage www.smtinfoilhat.com that's s as in skinny m as in matt tinfoilhat.com thanks a lot everybody now back to the show all right everybody we are back and we're here in the studio with my good friend and former police officer mr rod dietrich how are you doing rod i'm fantastic andy how are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're here with Rod. And of course, Skinny Matt is here. Oh, yeah. I'm still here. I'm, I didn't go nowhere. <laughs> so, Rod, uh, what is your experience exactly in policing? I uh, worked for the Henderson Police Department in Henderson, Nevada uh, from 1999 to 2003, four. I can't remember. 2003 or four. Okay. 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 All that time in patrol. Okay. How how much do you know about current laws? Like, are you still in touch with some of your like cop buddies, or still cops, or do you know anybody that's still like kind of knows you know technology today and whatnot, and how cops kind of operate? Absolutely, yeah. I, I I keep in touch with several people that I worked with before. I have a real good friend who's uh, who's ranked up quite a bit in the department. He's the one who helped me get on. Uh, he's still there. I have a brother in law that worked for Metro for. 25 years um yeah i keep i keep 
in contact with with the the profession and several people in it. All right, all right. So, do you know? Uh, do you have any stories about busting drugs from a random pullover, like the kind of like the scenario we laid out? Uh, I do actually have um, maybe not exactly like the scenario laid out, but at the time I was listen. This is. I wouldn't say it's pre-internet, but it's definitely before the internet was as big as it was. But at the time, people told me I was the first person to find GHB during a traffic stop, and it was okay. in like one of those disposable Tupperware. Um, I unfortunately I don't remember all the details of it, but I do remember, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, it was just a random traffic stop. Probably it will get into. I don't want to tip my hand too much. Uh, with what we're getting into later. Okay. But we'll say that I, I was not necessarily, I had no reason to believe that there were any drugs in the car. I stopped them for other reasons and then stumbled across some GHB. Huh. Yeah. Did you even know what that shit was? Uh, well, sure. I had watched TV before. Yeah. <laughs> we covered it in the academy. You know, We spent maybe 30 minutes on a Thursday afternoon in the academy and that was about it. All right. Now dip your finger in this and rub it on your teeth. And that's how you know what it is, right? That's kind of so skinny. Matt already knows more about it than I do. <laughs> Denzel Washington was your, was your trainer for that day. So you listened to the first half of the show. We recorded that for you and sent it to you. Yes. And you listen to both of our plans. Now, before you make an assessment, let's go over both of the plans. I okay? appreciate that. So Skinny Matt's plan was a... I actually looked up that car, too, Skinny Matt, that you're talking about. Yeah. The, the, uh, and I couldn't find a payload on it. I tried to find, like, how much it could carry. Yeah. I See, I, it, it, I would find a way to... To work up the servos and stuff like that, that would just be the basis. You would modify it so it could absolutely increase like, the payload if it didn't. Okay. Like the control that controls those motors is going to control any other motor that I plug into it, type of dam. So I'm I'm smart enough to know like oh I need to up the amperage of this motor to make sure it can haul the amount of weight that I'm putting into it. You know, right? So so Rod, Skinny Matt's plan was <laughs> a. <laughs> A remote control car that that drops down from the that is carried on the undercarriage of the car the whole time. On the front. Drops down and zooms away when the cop shows up. Like the second you get right. pulled when over. They get pulled over. Like you like I just hit the curb, hit the parking brake, the parking brake goes off, the thing drops, it zooms out and just goes ahead of me somewhere. Turns a corner. Disguised as a piece of road debris. Correct. Like a very black, dark, just piece of plastic. Just look looks like nothing but a piece of plastic box or something. Like a like a license plate frame blew off somebody's car and is sitting on the side of the highway. So let's go over the pros of Matt's plan, Rod. What is do you think there are pros to Matt's plan? Sure, absolutely. First, before we even get started, I just need to say that I forwarded both of your your names and your contact, all of your contact information to all of the agencies here and uh, and north of here. So they're just so they know who you guys are. That's a joke, of course. Um, fucking rat. <laughs> He's a cop. What'd you expect? He's a cop. Listen, um, only dumb people broadcast their plans before they go to do them. Like I, I talk about it, true. so I don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. We're yeah. not Bond villains. Yeah, once, I, once I put it in the ether, I'm like, now nah, I can never do it because I told somebody about it. So. No, but I, I think the the idea, Skinny Matt, of getting the evidence out of the car 
is it, it, that makes sense that that's mm. you want to have uh, when people get convicted of crimes, it's due to the evidence, right? So Correct. you're getting rid of the evidence. Yep, that's that's smart. And whatever repercussions may come of that, like if I got to deal with my dude being like, "Hey, man, I lost the I lost the shit on the side of the road because I got pulled over," those are still my consequences to pay. You know what I mean? Sure, but at least I got sure. away with the fucking without getting arrested. Okay, so what about the cons to Skinny Matt's plan? Oh boy. Okay, so how long? <laughs> how long is the podcast? <laughs> oh, calm down. That's a joke. Calm down, <laughs> son. Okay, so the cons. All right. So some of them, admittedly, in my mind, the cons that I have in my mind are, are related, not necessarily to my experience in police work, mm-hmm. but to my experience with technology. Okay. Um, admittedly, I'm not familiar with with what you were talking this car that you were talking about. Um, but what I am familiar with is 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 an auto any automobile, right? And and the amount of vibration that occurs. I, I have a, a, a 2012 Forerunner, and I've got a little piece of trim on the back bumper that that broke loose. And and I've had this plan of trying to secure that back bumper somehow. Mm-hmm. And None of it will work because the amount of vibration involved in driving a car, right? So my biggest concerns with with your plan are, number one, where is the spot in the undercarriage of the car where where something is – where this remote control car is going to fit? A remote control car and like a a five-pound duffel bag. Yeah. Yeah, So I picture it would be, let's say, about the size of a shoebox, four tires on the side, kind of covered by the box. And the box would sit in between the radiator and the engine, front engine mount because there's typically a pretty decent-sized space in between those two spots for up upward clearance and lower clearance. And I would be able to hide the hanging mechanism on – like from the radiator side, so it like hanged from the radiator side, and it just so like dropped screw down. it into the radiator. Yep, or like you know, uh, yeah, through kind of through the radiator. You know what I mean? Uh, or on the the fan housing. As far as the release method for you to like, there there could be two ways that I could do it. I could I could do the 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 more secure way, which would be I would rig like a trunk release type of a release. So it was a a manual thing that sat inside the car so it looked like an emergency brake or something that you would pull okay. that would like manually open it up or you could do an electronic switch of some sort the same way so it's like meep like it, the thing's hanging here on a thing and the thing goes meep uh-huh. and picks it up and drops it and you can run that you can run that with you know some switches and some wires and stuff like that which would be okay, the, so as far the as easier the- way to go as far as the vibration thing that Rod was talking about, are you are do you think he would like lose it along the way? Do you I, think it would drop out? I don't because of the the way I would hook the system up. Like it it wouldn't just be hanging there kind of willy nilly. It would be like a trailer hitch type of situation where there's a metal frame around the car itself that attached to the hook that was on the car. And it'd be more manual, so it would be pretty thick steel. And it's not like it's something that I would keep under the car all the time. You know, most of the time it'd probably sit in my trunk, and I wouldn't even worry about it or sit at home in the in the garage. This would only be mm-hmm. put on in times of transportation. So it'd really only have to work, you know, 60 miles from point A to any given point. 
You know what I mean? Which I, yeah. I would be confident in something like that still working, you know, electronic okay. wise or so, not. So Rod, do you think his plan would work if everything went off like he said and all the, all the electronic components worked in conjunction with each other and everything? Cause, cause that, that was the problem I had too. And we decided not to criticize each other's plans until this segment of the show. But that's exactly the problem that I thought too. I'm like, first of all, Bluetooth goes wrong, radio controlled things go wrong, uh, switches that release go wrong. You know, like there's so many moving parts that something is going to fail in there. Yeah. I remember you saying, Andy, in the first segment about how you don't want to involve more people because more people being involved, it just creates problems. Yeah. Uh, and I think the same thing here, more mechanical things being involved creates more problems. So the biggest issue I had with what you're saying, I feel like we have to suspend our disbelief if we're going to assume that that's going to work, even to to just get it away from the car is, is going to be challenging. From a police work standpoint, I'll, I can say this. So finally, to validate my even reason for even being here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can say that when you when you conduct a traffic stop, to, to Skinny Matt's point, there's a time right where you're you're alone in the car, you're waiting for the cop to get to the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's a few minutes, you know, because yeah. they're running your plate, they're doing all those things. Right. While they're doing that, their eyes are trained exactly on the car. Uh, they're yeah. not looking anywhere but the car. Um, so I had trouble understanding how they wouldn't see it despite the the you know painting it whatever that black was that you guys talked yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had it, trouble understanding how they couldn't possibly see it. I now without seeing it in person, I don't know. It sounds like you Skinny Matt's got a, a pretty specific example of a car where maybe I wouldn't see that. Right. Uh, like it it, you know, it would a, be a lower a lower vehicle, like a car. But the f- Well even if it's a lower vehicle though, then you're then you have clearance problems. Right, but it would it would be a car designed so that like it I'd have enough room to drop the, my box, but it's low enough. Would you send it out the front? Absolutely. Yeah, it'd yeah. be it'd be sitting right under the front bumper because if you know a cop car comes up and they pull behind you, they're uh-huh. gonna pull up close enough to, but or far enough away that they can see your vehicle and inside your vehicle, and it's nighttime. Uh-huh. They're gonna have their lights up, so if if they get close enough. I feel that, or I can have that bumper low enough in the back, they're not going to be able to see all the way through to the front underneath the car. And they're not going to be so much paying attention, I feel, like to the underneath carriage of the car, whereas they'd be more focused, their attention would be on the drivers and the passenger of the car and see what kind of movement they're doing. Do you think that's true, Rod? Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh- and like Possibly. I said, and it's, it's just uh, at the just at the split second that we're pulling over, like the second we hit the brakes and we stop, the car drops and just, just shoots out. Like the passengers loaded up, ready to go. We pull over, we stop. Burp, car drops, doom, car's gone. You haven't told us to put our hands up. You haven't like uh, you're still kind of stopping and putting your car in park, and your computer's going. You're trying to radio your dude. I just think in that moment you're not going to see a little thing fall from the front of the under the carriage and drive out you know like i think i've got enough angles in my favor there if that makes sense so assuming everything worked perfectly okay sure sure okay yeah if if you could get this thing down the road without me seeing it uh so i pictured it uh you know being you guys you mentioned it you were talking about from summerlin to to boulder city Mm -hmm. um 
that's all highway. That's all freeway. Yeah. Uh, that's, you can't, you can't take well surface streets though. I would more than likely can. take the only place I'd have to take the highway. If I was, if I was taking that route would be from Henderson to Boulder city. You know, I'd be that after wagon wheel exit. And that's probably when I'd get on and head out to the desert and heading out to Boulder city. It's a hillier area. So the likelihood of me being able to roll this off the side of the freeway down a ditch or a gully real quick is, I think, a lot higher. Well, then you got to go hunting for it afterwards, hey, right? Hey, I'd rather go hunting for it in the desert than fucking going to jail that night for five <laughs> kilos of meth. You know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. That's another question we had, Rod. Is is the is the penalty for meth higher than the penalty for five pounds of another drug? There's Drugs are separated by schedules or schedule one. Most of the drugs that you're talking about fit into that cocaine, meth, heroin, they all fit into the same schedule. Yeah. So, no, to answer your question, it's, it, again, when I was there, the laws were that any, any of those more popular street drugs, and at the time it was marijuana too, but uh, they all fit into the same schedule of drugs. It's the same penalty for any of them. Okay. So we were wrong about that. Yeah, but on a personal level. A cop pulls you over, and you've got a joint, or you've got some meth. A cop that has the meth is going to be like, "Yeah, I got one." The guy, the kid that's yeah. got the joint is going to be like, "Ah, whatever, it's a joint. Go home, kid. Throw it away." You know? Yeah, it's way judgier. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a judgier drug. <laughs> it's not bougie. All right, so Matt's plan. I, I don't think there was ever any doubt that Matt's plan could conceivably work, but that's not what this show is about. This show is about who's pl- this is Skinny Matt versus Andy. It's about whose plan is better. Yep. So now let's discuss my plan, and not the not the I I, I propose two plans, not the boring one. I don't want we don't want to focus on that. Maybe later, <laughs> but focus on my on on my plan about uh, having someone else phone in a phony shooting. You know, I spent so much brain power picking apart Skinny Matt's plan. <laughs> That's, this is what happens well, when it was you way... call in your friend the cop to judge our story, <laughs> you son of a bitch. He is an well, impartial I've only, juror. I've only known him since we were 15. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's actually that your plan it was it, it's just a little funnier too. You know, it's just <laughs> more involved, <laughs> more creative. It's very more Rube Goldberg like. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. it's, I understand. Well, I found that that works for me though, so I stick with it. So, and for, I just can't go on without talking about that middle boring plan because that's the best plan. It, it, is <laughs> that, it? Just, listen, just don't get pulled over. Just put it in the trunk and don't get pulled over. Yeah, that's and, what I do. Excuse me, that's what I would do. Essentially, essentially, that's what I'm doing. Just my trunk is sitting underneath my car with a remote control car attached to it. You know what I mean? Like that's yes, really what I'm hoping. At a construction for. value of probably twice the meth that you're carrying. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't have any data on that. So. <laughs> Just from a from a police standpoint, if you were doing a routine stop and you get and and you get a call that there's a shooting in the vicinity, do you do you neglect that stop and go to the thing? Yes, that that happened. And by the way, I mean I appreciate you going for the for the the royal flush of of police calls, which is a shooting of course, but <laughs> but really it's anything anything more pressing which there's a lot if somebody called in you know my husband is beating me around the corner uh-huh. uh, we're letting the traffic stop go unless unless we've already seen something that makes us think that a crime is being committed in in this car or related to this car right then uh, then we're going to move on to the to the more pressing call 
Yeah. And that, that happened all the time, all the time. What mm-hmm. about the cons to my plan? Are there any cons? Um, well, I, I mean, I, again, in, in this day and age, I th- you touched, you guys both touched on it with that your plate has been logged. So when once they determine, I think the the important thing is them not determining that the call was fake. Um, so you know, somebody brought up the idea of fireworks, and yeah, fireworks uh, don't sound a lot like, or they don't sound exactly like gunshots. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, but if that's something that you could chalk up to, okay, it was just fireworks, then then I have no reason to believe that that the guy who I just pulled over was involved in in that right. phony they would, call. They would feel separate, even if you, even if you had your follow car light off some fireworks and get caught doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but th- that's that's the key is you can't have uh, number one. You can't. I think it was you, Andy, that brought up ditching the gun. There, there can't be a gun because <laughs> now we're talking about no. Uh, evidence that is then going to lead them back to you. Right. Whether or not the, the drug, again, you guys are both right that by the time they figure it out, the drugs are long gone. Um, the drugs at the same time gone. Yeah. This is, yeah. listen, if you're transporting five pounds of meth, this isn't a one-off, right? You're doing this. You want to keep doing it. Probably. You, mm-hmm. It probably wasn't something that you were just doing once. So even if you get away with it that one time, you still don't want to be on their radar. Right. Right. Now, let me ask you this. If this was an everyday run type scenario situation, whose plan do you think would work multiple times? Like if if we both got pulled over at like the same spot every time we were driving, just by this one suspicious cop, like which one of us would be more likely to still get away at the end of the day? That's that's a great question, and you set me up nicely too. Before I came over here, I, I told my son about this podcast, and I told him, I only told him about your plan, Skinny Matt. Mm-hmm. And he had, by the way, it, it, when you presented your plan, it sounds awful when you first say it. <laughs> but but everything that I had in my mind of what was wrong with it, you addressed it. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's, it's, you know, it's, again, I do feel like we have to assume that everything goes perfectly, but right. you addressed every concern I had with it. Okay. So your plan, as it's, as it's fleshed out, is is great. Okay. If everything works, it's great. Absolutely. So to your Thank point you. here, if it if you could get it to work, yeah, it would be it would. It, yours is the better plan if if you could get it to work. Repeat it if you were doing repeatedly. it repeatedly over and over Correct. again. Yeah. So if I keep pulling over Andy, you know, on a Friday night, Saturday morning, whatever it is, and, and every time every I do. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. a fake shooting a fake every shooting. time in the corner, two blocks away. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something we didn't discuss if this was a repeated trip and a repeated pullover. Right. We didn't discuss that. We, we, in our scenario, it was a one time thing. Right. So, so in the multiple scenario, my plan probably doesn't work unless I'm in a different city or maybe a different, a totally different route, maybe. Right. Like, but yeah, my plan doesn't work on repeat. Matt's will work better, considering that all those things work in conjunction with each other. I like how you guys are making it sound like there's a million things that have to go right. Like the what this the things that w- you're talking about would take. There's not that many things involved. Like there's batteries. No, and wires. think think you about the chain of events stuff. on your plan. Right, you get pulled over. First of all, before you even get pulled over, that duffel bag and that car has to stay attached to your vehicle. 
for the duration of the trip, or at least yep. until you get pulled over. Yep. Once you get pulled over, your release mechanism has to work. Yep. That's two things. Once the, once it's released, it has to drive off. That's three things. You know, the the Bluetooth has to connect to the car. Once it does that, it, the cop can't see it. That's four. You have four things that have to happen. I just have one. I've only got no. I've only got three things to, to have to happen. If the cop, if the cop sees it after it's gone, he's not going to know that came from my car. He has to see it leaving. Like it, once it stopped and in the side of the road. Hey, I don't know who the fuck that is. That's been that 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 was there when we pulled up. Prove me wrong. You know what I mean? But and all it has to do is get away from my car before he notices that that came away from my car. Because once it leaves but my if a, car, if a cop it's done. saw something, if a cop saw a remote control thing that he found out later was full of meth driving away from your car that's I think not he's what i'm talking about assume it's yours that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about he walks up and there's just this black thing sitting down there in the highway he didn't see it move he didn't watch it come from my car move to there it just he's walking up to the side of the car and out of the corner of his eye he sees a black box sitting 10 feet away so okay. you're saying a black box that he does not investigate Correct. Like he, even he if he did, dismisses it. even if he did investigate it, how is he oh, going to be able to anywhere. prove? If he, I know. Okay. I, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. right. I might not. I might not be going anywhere. But how is he actually going to be able to prove that that came to my? I might spend the night in jail. I might. You know what I mean? Like until they do their investigation. But at the end of the day, when I walk into that courtroom with that charge of transporting meth, if they can't prove that that was mine. Then I get away with it. Possibly, uh, it, it, but if they find drugs, this now I'd like to change my answer because once <laughs> uh, once they find five pounds of meth, again you're not going anywhere, and they're uh, th then the canines coming out and and sniffing around that car, and probably no, definitely finding uh, that residual odor underneath where where it was mounted. To your point, that is not concrete evidence, but it's enough to. <laughs> to ruin your day to make you plead out <laughs> but not enough to not enough to give me jail time though a competent lawyer would be able to argue that i feel pretty easily so but with the scenario that we discussed and this is a one-time thing yep because that's that's we didn't even think of repeated trips mm -hmm. uh if it's a one-time thing skinny matt versus andy our plans whose plan is better rod oh boy <laughs> okay so <laughs> Andy's plan is better. <laughs> do, 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 do. Mm -hmm. I call bull. I call Bologna. I think we need a two out of three on this. I don't trust the, the thirty-year-old friendship here. Okay. Sorry, Matt. These are the rules. I feel you that, can't win them all. I feel you that probably won't win any. At the very least, this should be a tie because we would both get away with it. We know we'd both get away with it. No, it can't be a tie. It's whose plan is better. So My plan involves less working parts. No, it doesn't. You got to call. You got. You have to make sure somebody's following you to be able to call the cops to begin with. That seems like a pretty. And you got to hope that they get rid of the do. phone. And you got to hope that they don't rat you out once the cops start pressing them because maybe they found out that they were the ones that actually made the call. They're not going to connect those things. You don't know that cops are First of all, they're not even going to catch. They're not even going to catch my right follow now. car. Yeah, they are. They're not even going to catch my follow car. My follow car is going to make that call, ditch the phone, and leave. Yeah, until they find out that phone, and then they trace it back to the place where they bought it and found the dude that bought it. And they're, they're not like, gonna, hey. They're not going to do all that manpower. You never know. <laughs> they're going to do all that manpower to just a dead-end shooting you, you call. You never know. 
You never know. No, Top's you do smart. never know. But my, my plan is not impervious and neither is yours, but it's just whose is better. Mine. Come on. And I think Let's be honest <laughs> with each other. Mine's better. <laughs> I think that your plan is too complicated. First of all, Matt, I think your plan would fall apart when you couldn't fit the fucking car under your car. Maybe, you know what? Let's, let's. I think it falls apart then. Let's leave this true test up to the listeners. Let's let them decide. They can, they can drop us an email. No, that's not how the bit works, Matt. And if I get more people that believe in my, my, a uh, car would beat your no, your no. dumbass call a fucking threat in story. I don't, I don't think it's fair to have our listeners judge these. We need to have people with experience in the field. Our listeners are conspiracy kooks and, yeah, and my mom. But I, I, let's be honest. We need somebody <laughs> with more experience than your buddy over there. Rod has no. tons of experience. Now, no. come 2002, on. 2002, they didn't have drones back then. He doesn't even know what he's talking about anymore. <laughs> so much, Don't get mean, skinny it's so, Matt. It's gotten so much, <laughs> so much bigger, okay? They don't even, he doesn't even know. Anyways. I appreciate, I appreciate right, you, Rob, so. for coming in and doing this. Even though you're lying, it's Rod, Rod with a D. Uh, well, if he if he picked my thing, I might remember that. <laughs> but I pick your thing then. <laughs> Today's show was produced by Andy Morris and Skinny Matt. It was edited by Stanley Mutz. We'd like to thank former Henderson PD officer Rod Dietrich for lending us his expertise for today's show. The theme music today was by DJ Flandelicious. Outro by DJ Flandelicious and Rachel Delgado. And consider becoming one of our exclusive Patreon members at www.patreon.com slash Skinny Matt's Tinfoil Hat where you can get cool perks like early access to episodes, live Q&As, and merchandise you can only find at Patreon. Also, pay us a visit on our website, smtinfoilhat.com. That's S as in skinny, M as in Matt, tinfoilhat.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Skinny Matt's Tinfoil Hat is available wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Skinny Matt saying... Keep them booty holes tight. The glow deepened in the eyes of a sweet girl. A flat pack takes less luggage space.